Hello, and welcome to What Was That About with Kate and Sophia. I'm Kate. And I'm Sophia, and What Was That About is a show where we talk books, movies, music, media, all things pop culture. Now let's get into it. Today, we will be discussing the new Percy Jackson TV show. It, it The first episode came out the last week of December, I believe, and the last episode aired last week. Yes, so we're just going to be going over our opinions of the show, kind of comparing it with the book, the previous Percy Jackson movies, and just do a little discussion. So for a little context for those of you who don't know, Percy Jackson is a YA or young adult novel um, that is kind of about, it's about Greek gods and their children and like um, the demigods. Yes. The demigods. To get and to get a little more specific, it's about a boy named Percy who finds out that his father is actually the god Poseidon and pretty much he's thrown into a world with a, nu- a number of other kids who are half human, half god and yeah. just like the Greek gods, the monsters, quests. It's all magic, a bunch of crazy stuff cetera. and they go to like and they go to a summer camp called Camp Half-Blood and mm-hmm. it all takes place in like modern-esque times so like the 2010s was kind of or like early 2000s was generally when it like takes place technically in the books but like it's not necessarily that specific to that but um i feel like a key point here also percy jackson is 12 yes so he's he's a middle schooler he's he's approaching life with a middle school perspective he's fighting off monsters as a 12 year old and i feel like that's kind of a key component yeah okay so we can kind of get into it so just for a little background on the general history of percy jackson and media so the books were released by written and released by rick riordan in like the 2010s early 2000s you know generally around when me and sophia were little kids but we probably both started reading them in middle school and then they got turned into a movie in like 2014 i want to say And the movie adaptation is the most awful book-to-movie adaptation you have ever watched in your life. If you've read the book and then watched the movie, it's a it's a different it's story. What a, the way I view it is we had this middle-grade fiction series. You know, the target audience was, like, middle schoolers, elementary schoolers. But then what we did is I feel like a lot of 2010s media was, like, dystopia. Mm-hmm. Like, if we think, like divergent hunger games right right right. those types of stories and we maze runner and we just Mm -hmm. kind of like tried to turn percy jackson into that type of thing yeah and also we have a whole episode on book to movie adaptations where we go into a lot more depth on the percy jackson movie adaptation so you can find that so true on um what was that about wherever you get your podcast if you want to hear more of our insane thoughts about that but and so then, you know, everyone was like, this is a terrible book-to-movie adaptation. Uh-huh. People are people love Percy Jackson. So then a group of people made the musical, which is really good. And then Rick Riordan, um, about, like, two or three I years ago. I actually have seen the musical. Have you, you? I've watched, I've listened to the entire soundtrack so many times. But so then um, Rick Riordan announced that he was working with Disney Plus to make a show and that he was going to work very directly and he was going to make sure it was an actual good to yeah. book to movie adaptation uh, or book to TV show adaptation and he kind of like wants to get rid of the uh the past fails of um the movies of the movies. Yeah. So then basically this is like one of the first um TV series that I have really like been on the train from like 
the day it was announced to like uh-huh. finding out who was casted to like um getting excited that it was being filmed to like watching anyways mm-hmm. so like i've been very attached to it and then it was very exciting it finally came out and let's go over the things that they did right okay so so let's see my thoughts i think that they first of all this one's very basic but they got the characters ages right yes this book is about 12 year olds and they casted they they, casted young actors and even if they aren't completely 12 like the characters personalities and just their world's perspectives they did a really good job i think trying to be authentic at least to the characters ages yeah and like also i feel like the other thing they did really well with casting is they is like the actors don't look exactly like the like descriptions in the book but like i feel like that's like the least important thing because the reason why the casting is so good is because the like actors give off the, the vibes, vibes of the, the vibes. characters they like you even vibes. watch like you watch like interviews <clears throat> with these actors and it's literally like it's literally they're still acting like but they're not like that's just how they act and it's like the guy who plays um who plays percy jackson his name's like walter walker, walker scobell or yeah. scoble or something uh-huh. he is percy jackson it's uh-huh. crazy like yeah. you watch these interviews and like he acts like percy jackson for sure. And, like, I just think, like, and the girl who plays um, Annabeth, she's such an Annabeth. She's, like, very strong and, like, very, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just felt like it was casted really well. And, like, even though they don't necessarily look like who I pictured when I was reading yeah. the book, watching it, it's like, no, that is Percy Jackson. Yeah. That is Annabeth. That's Grover. I agree. Like, they're, like, I never felt like I was watching people who weren't actually the characters, mm-hmm. I guess. And I'd also add that they definitely make a strong effort to include everything that happened in the book yes like we're not skipping plot points and i have some positive and negative feedback on this but like there's a lot of things that happen like they go to the st louis arch we'll say yeah they try to they go on a side quest to try to get airy shield just all of these different little steps of the journey Mm -hmm. um combined with like the character growth that happens at these steps of the journey are included and i feel like the character growth is something we definitely don't see in the previous book to movie adaptation i also think that like how they how they did costuming and sets yes, was really I well agree. done just the overall production and the creation of the world it feels true to yeah. the books and it feels it just feels true to the way that a 12 year old character would yeah see it. i agree and i think the other thing with that is like even something as simple as so there's a very iconic thing within the books these orange camp half-blood t-shirts uh-huh. it's talked about it's a very specific plot point that like when you're at camp uh-huh. basically everyone wears their camp half-blood t-shirts uh-huh. and in the movies they didn't exist but in in this in in this movie i mean in this tv sh- series they had their orange camp half-blood t-shirts and then when they're on the quest they're like wearing the same outfit every day and like yeah. it looks realistic to like what a 12 year old would be wearing and like i think they just do a really good job of that and then the other thing that i really liked okay so this was the one thing that i loved that they did uh-huh. in the movie but like even though it wasn't realistic, to, uh-huh. accurate to the book. So Percy Jackson has this magical sword, uh-huh. and basically it's a pen, uh-huh. but then when um, but when he takes the cap yeah. off, it turns into Riptide's sword. Uh-huh. And so in the movies, it was a it was like a um, clicker pen, uh-huh. like you'd click it and then it turned into a sword. That was so cool because that just yeah. effect was so cool. But in the in the like they're the paying attention to every single detail. So like in the TV show, it's a ballpoint pen. Uh-huh. 
takes the cap off and it's a sword. Yeah. And like just all those like little things I feel like really are what make it feel like the book. And I agree. I also going back to the topic of characters, I just feel like even the side characters, like for example, Mr. D. Yes. The neglectful, goofy camp director, director, director. Sorry. (laughs) Neglectful, goofy camp director and, like, Clarice, who's meant to be, like, kind of the bully. All of those characters, I feel like, were done well. And they were given a more significant role in the TV show than we've seen earlier. Yeah, I totally agree. And I just think, like, and I I also think, like, the way they, like, are having, like, um, Annabeth and Percy's, like, friendship develop is so accurate Mm -hmm. to the books because, like, they start off, like, hating each other and then by the end they're, like, friends but it's this kind of weird, like, friendship of, Mm -hmm. like, of, like, they're, like, definitely still cautious of each other. Yeah. And, like, that was shown really well Mm -hmm. and also, massive spoiler alert, but also these books have been out for years so tune out for, like, two seconds Uh right now. We all know that Percy and Annabeth end up together at the end of the book series, Uh and they're setting up the slow burn that will hopefully take place over the course of the next four seasons of this very well. I agree. I think that just, like, I know I'm going back to this point, but the fact they're 12, like, the social-emotional component of the characters and their dynamics and just the way that, like, actual real people would act, I think they really try to make that one happen. Yeah, I agree. And I... I just think that there's so many things really well done within this, and I honestly don't have very many complaints. I would say that, like, in terms of they really tried to, like, put, as you said, they tried to put all the plot Mm -hmm. points from the books into this TV show. And so you do have instances of, like, okay, we've gone, like, 50 different places in in the last, like, 30 minutes. Like... It's a little, I think that there are certain things, there, and there were certain things that were even left out mm-hmm. that were people were complaining about. And, like, I honestly think this is a good example of, like, this is why it's way better to make books into TV series mm-hmm. than it is to make them For into sure. movies because of how long they are. Yes. Um, I, but I think, like, there are certain things that, like, it would have been okay if we left out. Yeah. And, like, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have changed uh-huh. the experience. I agree. I think that also the fact that, I think the fa- here's my thing. I think mm-hmm. this Percy Jackson was written from a first person perspective. So yes. we have Percy's inner monologue. And yes. that's that's there's two things that I'm a little bit critical of the TV show about. First of all, I just think that it's definitely very challenging to pace, especially because yeah. in the book we have Percy's thoughts and that helps set up an exposition a lot quicker. Whereas like the whole first episode of the show is just like setting things up and setting things up and setting things up and honestly yeah it's it's a good show but that first episode was pretty slow just because there's so many things that you need to establish that take a lot longer yeah because we aren't having percy's inner perspective and second of all i think it is the fact that we lose percy's inner perspective is a little bit unfortunate because he's he's kind of a silly guy he's so funny he's he's a he's funny so guy funny. and i mean i think that they capture that to some extent in the show for sure yeah but there's like something yeah. missing from the fact that we don't know what he's thinking. Yeah, I guess like Percy Jackson, I feel like what makes Percy Jackson such a popular book series is it's a book series you laugh out loud reading. Mm-hmm. Like like he is like so real because like mm-hmm. he just kind of like um, you know, says it how it is and like even like he even like verbally talks like says it how it is, but I totally agree in the sense of like I also think for us, it's a lot different because we go into the TV show because we've read the books. Mm-hmm. I've read the series multiple times. Same. So have you. So we go into this TV series with, like, all... we like, first of all, knowing what the plot of this entire mm-hmm. um, 
situation situation is. is and we know all of the background information and so I feel like for us it's like okay we get it we know but I, I totally agree like I, I think that like people who are only watching the TV show and yeah. you know didn't read the books they're still like enjoying how funny and sassy Percy is yeah but they are not getting the full extent of his internal monologue uh-huh. and I feel like that's the one reason why like a TV series adaptation of a book will never that's be the they, same that's where they flop that's where movies flop that's where because let's look at it like um harry potter we don't have harry potter's internal monologue um hunger games we don't have katniss everdeen's internal monologue percy jackson we don't have percy jackson's internal monologue because it's difficult to do that in a way that works well to an extent this is going to be a really weird um callback or not even a callback just a really weird connection there is a movie who does this well and if people and if book to movie adaptations modeled after this a little bit, I think they'd be a little bit more successful. You know what movie does does internal monologue pretty well? You tell me. Mean Girls. <laughs> think about it, because like Katie Heron's like you hear like there's like bits of narration where it's like her internal monologue, and I feel That's like so true. I actually watched that movie. <laughs> I feel like obviously you don't want it to be so it's like always just him narrating but i feel like we'd benefit from parts of it being being narration and being but like at the same time, an internal monologue it gets hard for that not to get cheesy right that's fair yeah i think that's a valid complaint i just um but i just think that like i agree but it, but it's not enough of an issue it's for it to actually take for away it to be a bad show yeah. I'm, not, I'm not that's just something that yeah yeah i agree i think the other thing they do really well is because of like how advanced like cgi technology oh, and sure. all that stuff has gotten like it feels real 100 percent. like there isn't like i think that's kind of the beauty of like the era we live in in terms of like technology and tv shows is fantasy has gotten way easier to make because yeah. like it 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 feels so, it's so real. Good. It's so good. Like it, they're so good at it these days. And so I feel like, like even just even just in our lifetime, they've improved on like all of that so much. Yeah. That like, I think it makes the watching experience so good. And the other thing that I think they did really well for the people who are watching it who haven't um, read the books is there's a huge twist at the end, and I won't spoil uh-huh. it because I think there are a lot of people who. Yes, um, I know exactly you know, what you're talking about. But there's this huge twist at the end. And it was so funny because I was, like, on, like, I don't have TikTok anymore, but I was on Percy Jackson, like, Instagram Reels. Uh-huh. And there was all these people, like, being, like, I know who, well, like, because there's a, there's a, um, there's a uh, prophecy at the beginning of the quest. Uh-huh. And it's, like, one of your friends will betray you, basically. Uh-huh. And everyone's, like, I know it's so-and-so. I uh-huh. know it's so-and-so. And no one was getting it right, and it, it was so funny because I'd like go into the comment section uh-huh. and I'd like read it, and and there's all these people who are like it's definitely him or it's definitely her, and like it was just I don't know, it just gave me so much entertainment because yeah. like because they really successfully did the like mm-hmm. they set it up so like people who hadn't consumed this media before had no idea yeah like the twists that were and there's so many twists and turns that's not the only one mm-hmm. there's a lot other ones that I won't mention right now but like it's so funny like. I just, like, I feel like it'd be so cool to, like, be able to watch it for the first time, but at, yeah. in the same vein, like, I'm so glad that I've read the books. Yeah. Books over movies. Books 100%. Yes. Always. Um, but, yeah, I, and overall, I think that they um, they made Percy really funny and really successfully. Like, yeah. 
like he is so funny and that's like one of the big things about he's his like character. wholesome he's like wholesome he's funny wholesome. like he's a little bit like he's not like actually dumb but he's a little bit like slow sometimes in terms of like like there's the scene in the first this is my favorite line of the first episode uh-huh. there's a scene in this first episode when his mom is trying to explain to him that his dad is Poseidon and he's, and he's like, like he's like she's like, like your dad <laughs> is a god and, and he's, he's like, like he's Jesus <laughs> That's and it was so funny. And and his mom's like, no, Percy. No. Like, not like <laughs> Jesus. And it's, it's just, like, little things like that are just, like, it, I just feel like it so accurately portrays, like, how a 12-year-old boy would react to these yeah. things. Like, no 12-year-old boy is going to be like, I knew it. Yeah. Like, if they've gone their whole life just li- living pretty normally and their mom's like, your dad's actually a Greek god, they're going to be like, um, Excuse me? I think anyone would be like... No, I'm, yeah, okay, oh. not just 12-year-old boys, like, me too. Like, but, like... <laughs> um, for but, sure. But I just think that, like, they really show, like, the more satirical humor that most people tend to have, and, and like, you know, and it's just, it's like... Yeah. Yeah. And I also think they portray, like, Percy's weird relationship with his father very well, in terms uh-huh. of, like, he goes back and forth, like, every other day, he's like, I hate him, and then he's like... Poseidon's the best. Yeah. Uh, but I think overall, like, really successfully done. They just announced that they're season, season two. two. Yay. So we're in for hopefully five years of this. But this is kind of a side tangent. So there is a secondary series to Percy Jackson called Heroes of Olympus. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I think it's five books. And it takes place over the course of one year. Yeah. And they're all the same age. And, um... I was thinking, I wonder if they will continue because it just because uh, at this point, right, like um, by the time they're done with this, every if every season of this show takes them a year to make, let's say if, if I feel, shows have been taking so long to yeah. make. right So now. like if every if every season of the show takes two years to make, but they're going to be literally like it's going to like <laughs> we are going to be here for a while. Like yeah. it's it's going to be like. It's going to be, like, 2030 by the time yeah. we're, like, done, um, they're done with it. So, like, I feel like the only accurate way they could maybe make um, a a TV show out of the, like, Heroes of Olympus books is almost do, like, an episode per book. Yeah. But, I mean, I would those, not, that would not be a good Yeah, one. that wouldn't, I, I would, I would rather, honestly, rather them books, not. There's, like, multiple perspectives. I feel like they're longer. I just feel like that's not a turn. Yeah, and it's just, like, I feel like, um, I watched an interview recently with Walker uh-huh, Scobell, who plays Percy Jackson. I have a story for you <laughs> Okay, I'm ready to hear after this, um, and where he kind of talked about it, and I think right now, you know, they're, they're, like, right into it, but I think by the time they're done with this, they'll be, like, the Percy Jack. I mean, not Percy, they'll be, like, the Harry Potter kids, like, yeah. when you spend your, like, so many years of your life just doing this, like, yeah. you're, I feel like you're gonna want to... Do something, do something else. else. And then also, like, I feel like there's just not a way to, like, do Heroes of Olympus well because that is so much even more in-depth than Percy yeah. Jackson that, like, you would need, like, a really well-made... There's just well so made... much lore. Yeah, so I just, I feel like, I, I don't know that there's there would ever be a successful way they could necessarily do that and maintain yeah. the same actors. Yeah. Good point. Good point. We'll see where this goes yeah. right now. We got season one existing. Yeah. Season two in concept. Yeah. Hopefully we'll make it through the original series. Hopefully. That's my hope. That's, like, honestly, that's all I really want. Like, everything else, it's, like... We can figure... We can figure that out later. But what was your story on Walker School? Oh, so, basically, like, 
two years ago. I feel like I told you about this at mm-hmm. some point. Um, I went to a movie premiere for this movie called Secret Headquarters mm-hmm. because my aunt works for Paramount Plus, so she like got nice, to go to nice. she gets to go to their movie premieres. Um, and Walter Scoble was like the star of it. So and it was also like the other stars were like you know the girl who's Claudia in the Babysitters Club. Yes, I it was do like that, that girl is. and like Reese Witherspoon's niece. Yes, and like Owen Wilson. Do you know who that is? Yes, Owen of course Wilson. I know. I don't know. Wow. I, and so I got to like go to that, and it was like kind of cool because. Yeah, that's very cool. It was like a squad moment. Yeah, here's my here's my other side ta- tangent right now. There is a new group of teenagers taking over Hollywood. They're in everything. It's Walker Scope. It's Bell. that one girl. It's that one. The one blonde girl. Do you know who I'm talking yes, about? Yes. Yes, that one blonde girl, like Shay something uh-huh. or whatever. Reese Witherspoon's niece, the girl who plays Claudia in the Babysitters. Like honestly, oh, the other Club. girl who plays the other girl in the. Babysitter's Club is so oh, annoying. Oh, yeah, the yeah, The original yeah. Dawn who quit. Yes, the girl, and then this is a girl, and then she also was, um, in, the Marvel was movie? in the Marvel movie. Yes. yes. They're like a, oh, and, and Grace McKenna, but she's been taking over That's Hollywood since the day That's she was born. When I said the blonde girl. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. No, Grace, um, McKenna Grace. Yes. Yeah, McKenna Grace. The girl who's, like, been taking over Hollywood She's since the day she like, was born. They're, like, a friend group, and they, like, all post about each other, and they all hang out all the time. And, like, I follow so a lot silly. of them on Instagram, and they're all our age, and it's so weird, and it's kind of, like, I don't know. It's not like I want their life. It's just, like, me- I'm mesmerized by it. Yeah, you know, so like, bizarre. this is the only, this is, like, I'm not very invested in celebrity friendships or whatever, but I am so, I'm not even that invested in their friendships. Like, I don't care. But I'm just, like mesmerized by it like it's just like fascinating it's like a little bizarre because it's like here i am solving my integrals and yeah talking on my no, podcast that's what i'm thinking about like this is i'm sorry if this is so off base from where we started but like it's just so weird like because i feel like this is like the first time that like actors that are in actors and actresses that are in everything are like our age and so it's just like so weird to think about like I'm just very grateful that I have a normal high school experience and I was yeah. not a child actress, honestly. And, like, well, I saw this interview with McKenna Grace where she was, like, I was crying because I realized I'm probably never going to go to, a, like, a high school dance, and it really upset me. And I was like, oh, my God. Trust me, they're not, they're not anything <laughs> it's special. It's not that special. But, like, I don't know. Yeah, I it know just, like, it's, it's one of those things where I'm so fascinated by, like, by... Sure. Anyways, that's just a random side tangent. Anyways, but, like, okay. overall, I'm really excited... For Percy Jackson, the other thing this is this is kind of a teaser. It's going to be a very long time before we even make this episode. If we do, they are making that are they have made a live action Avatar and the Last Airbender TV show, and it's coming out on Netflix soon. So that will be. And for those of you who don't know, it was originally an animated series on Nickelodeon. So I'm really curious about that because I love that animated series. So, I don't know if Sophia has. I have never watched okay. that, and I don't have Netflix. So okay, don't. So never mind. Don't keep your hopes. Never up mind. We're probably not episode. gonna make that episode. That's okay though. It's okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, it's Super Bowl Sunday when you're hearing this. So um. You know. Hopefully. You're gonna enjoy the Super Bowl. Yes. That was so random, but like, have fun. True. Watching have fun the at the Super Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> Percy Jackson was cool. Percy Jackson is hashtag amazing, and they casted it amazing. And um, I hope that we get all five seasons and Yay. we get the most amazing TV show ever. Um, yes. That's all I have to say. Uh huh. Um, this has been what was that about? I'm Kate and I'm Sophia, and you're listening to 88.9 The Bridge. <laughs>